friends, and welcome back to a very exciting episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast, because we might be on the level of the devil, baby. Only if the devil is on the level of highly caffeinated individuals, because I am going to need a lot of coffee to get through this one. Oh, me too. I've Not worked a <laughs> shitload this weekend, and I am very highly caffeinated at 813 Thank you so much, friends, there. for joining us. I gotta get there. I'm, I'm on my first cup. We just brewed a new, uh, a fresh pot of generic. I don't even think it's name brand yep, coffee. Guys, we're still on that Walmart cheap. It's, it's. I don't know. Maybe our standards. Are I too cycle low. back. We don't talk about coffee. We really much need anymore. to upgrade our coffee game. Uh, our coffee pots running slow. Yeah. If you don't know, if your coffee pot's running slow, you got to run vinegar through it. There's like I think it's it like must half be vinegar, de-scaled. half water. It must be descaled. That might be just a Florida thing because everything in Florida that has to do with water sucks. Um, but yeah, you just got to run some uh, some water and vinegar through it a couple times and then make brew sure like you do it five yeah. pots of hot water and dump it out every time fresh yep. po- and do it like five times because the if you don't like I did the first time I cleaned out our mm-hmm. coffee pot. Oh, it was awful. Ass. It was awful. And yep. I, I enjoy black coffee. And to have my face pucker up as bad as I did when I drank that <laughs> cup of coffee, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Off to a riveting start. If you learn nothing today, wrestling. you've learned how to clean your coffee pot. But we digress. A little bit of good news, bad news, decent news. I don't know what kind of with this whole topic. Uh, we have a couple of injury reports. Uh, there have been reports that Randy Orton might actually be on his way back to the WWE, somewhere as close to his uh, Survivor Series, which is here, I think, in November. I think it's the 25th. Oh, wow. That's um, interesting. He's been quoted to be saying that he plans on wrestling until he's 50, and I think he's in his like early 40s right now. All right. So, um, Even though doctors are saying, please, for the love of God, Randy, you should not be wrestling ever again, let alone at that age. So... Who knows? It might just be uh, Randy gaslighting the you know wrestling media uh, just to make his, it his could comeback be. a lot more. I mean, you know, meaningful. But I hope he's able to really come back and have even a couple more successful years. I I have never looked into personally like what he's dealt with injury wise and like what the recovery time or well, what, I don't think you it know, was really. I don't really think that. anybody knew originally because I know when. They kind of pulled him like he he had been dealing with some back issues, but it was okay, like yeah. it was like okay, Randy's fine this week, and then the next week, no, he's not coming back anytime soon. Yeah, and he's been out for a long time, and, right? Uh, and, and there was speculations that he would never return. Oh yeah, and I, I and it's unfortunate because he's such a good performer. Like he's one of those uh, WWE wrestlers that has just been so consistent his entire time. He's had a couple of hiccups Absolutely. here and there. I think he's had like a wellness policy, uh, you know violation at some point at one well, point I mean, like he was friends his, with riddle you know it happens. yeah right um but yeah I, I good to see he might be on his way back i mean i hope so always good to see the viper hitting somebody from out of nowhere and i mean it's survivor <laughs> series like god knows what's going on with that i mean we haven't even gotten through crown Drew right? yet. i watched but. a video not too long ago and it was like professional wrestlers from now talking about like who their favorite wrestler was right and the amount of people that said randy orton Oh, I've like I've, blew my mind. I've, like, I've wow, heard that really? same thing. I've heard like pro- like that. in the professional wrestling world, like people are like, "Oh no, I, if I could work with somebody, it's going to be Randy Orton." Yeah, like he's, he's like, just he's that the good. Best. He's the but best I mean, performer. We, we've, I mean, if you just watch him, like he's so his his craft is so precise. Like mm-hmm. everything he does, every time, there's never a 
Very, very random, or uh, rarely is there a sloppy Randy Orton move. Oh, absolutely. Everything's with precision. Everything's got that snap. Everything has, I mean, even his character, like he flips over and he snarls and punches the floor and it's like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Like, sure. I, I think it's been like one of the reasons why he's been on WWE for so long, like consistently. So good to see that he might be coming back soon. Unfortunately, over in AEW, uh, Brian Danielson, I've done this three times where I've called him his former name. Uh, has now suffered a broken orbital bone. Which is looking legit. To the, well, I mean, it, yeah, because on Dynamite, it ended really awkwardly. He had best friends, uh, or if you watch NJPW in actuality, Chaos was in the ring, uh, as well as BCC ended up coming out. And it was real awkward. They all just kind of stood there, and you would think these two guys, these two groups, would start fighting each other, but nobody or saying really anything. Yeah. And it was really awkward. But it turns out that yeah, Brian Danielson actually broke his orbital bone. He's going to be out for the rest of the year. Yeah, he is going to require surgery here soon. And <laughs> what a bummer, man! This guy yeah. can't catch a break. Breaks his arm, ends up getting it. You know, healed has a series of just amazing matches, and then breaks his. It, it, well, and they don't know if it, it was from Okada or it was from Orange Cassidy's, you know, punch or what it was from, but. Well, it sucks. It's just that's that sucks Regardless, so bad. Yeah, you're coming up on full gear. You know, you're coming up on the end of end of the uh, the season or the year, whatever you want to call it. And in your one of your biggest stars that has been a consistent draw since he's gotten into AEW is now out again for at least the rest of the year. Right. You know, so thankfully that, they have more than enough talent on the roster to to help. You know, keep the train going on its tracks there. But, but I mean, that means it. Puts, what a bummer that puts him. I mean, unless they've got. I mean, they just announced the. Uh, the world's end or what I don't remember yeah. the, the pay-per-view they just announced. Um, but that puts him past that. It puts him, I mean, that puts him almost a revolution for the next pay-per-view. He's going right. to be, you know, eligible for which, Sting's that sucks. Final, Sting's match. final match. Rick Flair making an appearance in AEW. That wasn't on the docket, but I mean, I mean, God damn Rick. Wow. He just looked old. Sting's <laughs> face. When he saw Rick, he was like, ah. Oh, no doubt in my Aww. mind he had no idea. No doubt in my no, mind. No, 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 no. He definitely didn't know. Good for Darby Allen being able to be in the ring this week with Sting. Some real kind Rick words Flair. from Sting, actually. I can't remember. It was this week or last week from Sting of just like, if I was going to come back, I was going to have to tag with somebody, and I want I wanted Darby Allen for, yeah. for the type He's of person. He's the best he tag like, team wow. partner I've ever had. Wow. Insane. Yeah. And he said his final match will be a tag team match, and he will tag with Darby Allen which for blows, it. Which blows our theories out of the water that he's going to be, you know, going against Darby Allen in his final match, which I, I wish I mean, it would be. he can't hang with yeah. Darby. Let's be real. Yeah. No. Who can? Let's be real. Good Lord. Uh, Half that Gunther. roster. I just watched an old... Oh, you showed me that. Gunther. Yeah, if you get a chance, look up that. I think that's in. Um, God, I want to say that. I think he was still Walter then. Was that in GCW or was uh, that maybe MLW? It, it looked like it was a uh, indie. It was definitely. Indie it was match. either GCW or MLW. Either way, you look up Gunther and uh, Darby Allen, and or I'm sorry. I think it was Walter. Walter, Walter, and Darby Allen. Hell of a match. Even if you just look up the highlights, yep. I, I I still don't know how Darby is standing straight today. Wince meter on blast. Oh God, yeah, wince meter. I had to <laughs> wince meter. It's constant. Ooh, oh. I don't. I, yeah, I like lots he said, of those. He is not going to be able to wrestle till he's uh, sixty-two, like Sting. That's for sure. Well, staying on this little train of of wrestlers and injuries and how long their body's going to be able to last, John Moxley ended up having a discussion 
with the uh, website The Messenger, uh, where he kind of touched on concussions in pro wrestling. Uh, it, concussions and CTE has been like a big touchy subject for probably about the past 10 years in professional sports, whether it's football, hockey, any of the high contact sports. I mean, even in baseball, there's been minor concussions from baseballs striking people in the head. And it's a risk you end up, you know, having to accept being a professional athlete at this level. Uh, and since like the discussion of concussions and head trauma has come into light, uh, a lot of more protocols have been put into place. Some, whether it's rightfully so, you yeah. know, it's uh, like in NHL, they made visors, uh, the clear visors are a mandatory thing on helmets after some after a certain year. And at this point, it's been so long that I don't think anybody doesn't skate without. A visor. You I think there was like a grandfathered in. in. Yeah, yeah, if you were in the league before they made that rule, you were allowed to grandfather into it. But new players coming in, they you had, had no to choice. have it. You right. had no choice. Um, another famous one, Dale Earnhardt, uh, oh, back in early two thousands when he crashed in the wall. The reason why he he died was he didn't have a certain piece of equipment. They made it na- mandatory to to protect your the most important organ, arguably of your entire body. Uh, John Moxley goes into it and talks about you know when. He ended up getting his concussion a few months ago against Ray Phoenix during their international championship match. Uh, he even said, like, within 30 seconds of ha- of uh, sustaining it, he knew he was he was messed up. Uh, and you know, we all know that they had to turn the match in a completely different direction. Uh, but he suggested that maybe they needed they need to revisit you know head trauma and concussion protocol by putting a doc you know a trained doctor and a trained professional wrestler. In like a booth where they're watching the, a single match. They don't know anything about the storyline. They don't know right. anything about the outcome. They don't know anything. Nothing matters except for the right. health of the performers. I think and it's a great idea. They they can basically bounce ideas off each other so that when the doctor says, wow, why did he do that? Is he okay? The wrestler can come in and be like, well, that is a common trope we do right. when we do that. That's a normal thing. He's, mm-hmm. he's more than and likely then he gets, okay. Or vice versa. That doesn't look right. We need to go and check he on basically him. says you have a giant red button and it says you hit the button. It doesn't matter whether we're live TV, whether it's a championship match, whether it's a pay-per-view. You hit that red button, you end the match and you go from you have you now have a situation you deal from there. That and needs to be priority. And I mean, I think it's a really good idea. Is it the best idea? Maybe, maybe not. But I think it's a it's a good progression towards addressing stuff like this. I mean, Chris Benoit, it's a very touchy name in the wrestling, right. you know, megasphere. But it had protocols like this been in place back in the 90s and early 2000s, Chris Benoit might have been sure. Maybe able they to said, be avoided. You, you know, know we I mean? shouldn't be hitting each other in the head with steel, steel chairs, chairs wide open, not being blocked. So, you know, just kind of, you know, if, if you have if you haven't heard, it's a real short article. Uh, just like, search up the messenger and John Moxley, regardless of your of your opinion on AEW or WWE or brand, you know, loyalty. It's it's a, it's a good read. Something I definitely want to talk about that is unrelated to that uh, in Impact yeah, let's get away, TNA get away from news. Injuries. Let's get, get on some much better news. Happy which, thoughts with wrestling. W- yeah, for sure. But we haven't even t- taken a moment to say TNA is fucking coming back. Guys. Yes. TNA, like, Where'd just that, that came it. out of nowhere. Like, you, you looked at me on the, you were sitting on the couch. I just saw a graphic. I was like, like, yo, TNA is back. And I kind of looked at you like, no, Impact's been going for, like, ever. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And then you explained, yeah, they are rebranding. They are dropping the Impact Wrestling. They are bringing back total nonstop action wrestling. TNA. Great fuck move. Fuck yeah. I don't know why, but I am totally on board with this. Right? It feels like old times, which, I mean, they're doing a great job, a great direction with it. Well, I mean, they even said they they wanted to do this because 
I think it's it's one of those things that, you know, they changed it from TNA to Impact to be more friendly to an audience, you sure. know, because that was one of the one of the things. The reason why they called it TNA back in the day was, yes, it was total nonstop, nonstop action, but 100 percent. They were hoping that the abbreviations TNA would bring in unsuspecting individuals thinking that this is going to be some tits and ass TV show. Honest to God, like that is that is part of the reason why they ended up calling it TNA. So I think they got away from that and they turned it into Impact Wrestling to be a, a more brand friendly like WWE. You know right, what I easier mean? to digest. Yeah, you're not saying TNA on on you know national television in this in this day and age. It's just not the the it's not the proper thing to do. Sure. Um, but I, but in this now that we're into the digital age to where everything is on the internet i don't have to have a, t- a, a, a you know a cable subscription to watch any of the programming i i could ever imagine right which it's, is us yeah <laughs> it, it's now to where they're like oh well we can go back to what our roots were we can go back to what what we were when everything meant something to everybody right you know what exactly I, mean? I think it's great i think it's great too actually something else uh roh is going to be changing up their app and their website and their honor club to include the pay-per-views as well. Right. And ROH pay-per-views, honest to God, are like my favorite. I I don't know what it is. They're consistently so good, so entertaining. The card ends up being just beginning to end so fun. So Especially for, it's usually only like 40 bucks. Right, but now we're getting it for free for what, $9.99 or whatever Free for $9.99. Well, it's $9.99 a month. Right. It's no worse than WWE. Well, yeah, it's something similar. To, uh, I, th- Peacock. I think Peacock's Eight, up to nine bucks. Is it eight ninety nine? Something like that. I don't know. I always just dismiss. I mean, it's not emails. bad though. Like if you're consistently watching a, a pay per view every month, every right. other every other month. Even and the one that one nice way thing about cheaper Ring of than Honor, it was when we were kids. One nice thing about Ring of Honor is you can just jump into the pay per view not knowing squat dilly crap about the storyline. Which if you if the storyline adds so much to it, I'm not dismissing the storyline. Oh, absolutely. But Ring of Honor just puts on matches. It just it, it's it's a, an entire roster of individuals that understands that they are a secondary roster to the AEW crew and they want to put on a show so that people are like, holy crap, did you see them? Did you see that match? Did you, did see, you that see the championship? boys? The, bo- the bo- boys? Bring me a boy. Bring me a boy. Dalton Castle, I need you on my podcast ASAP. Oh, my Bring God. the boys. Dream guest. By the way, speaking of dream guest, I got to call out my boy Jade Coth. He got on the on the uh, Winley Mania podcast before he got on Coffee and Wrestling. He made it big, man. He made it big. He made it big before he made it small. Love so you. maybe maybe he'll grace us one of these days with a uh, visit. I told him. I know. I told him like two weeks ago I needed him and he never responded. But I mean, oh no, oh no, I'm not like Aww. no. That's just Jade Coth. I, <laughs> I, I don't expect I don't expect much texts back from him. Usually, if I it, it's it's like it's like sending a message by pigeon. Like get back to me. Ninety nine percent of the time he'll get back to me about it, but it takes like three days, which is cool. I just gotta prep a lot. Carrier pigeon. I love you, Jade Coth. I never even got to talk about what this whole TNA subject was on. We got a whole podcast. Go for it. It always leads to Jade Coth. It's always God damn it, Jade Coth. (laughs) You've been to some TNA shows with Jade Coth. He brought me to my first TNA show. He brought went to one right before our wedding too, right? It was two days before our wedding. Yeah. That was our. That was that my. Was like that was my bachelor party. We went to uh, the boathouse and had like two beers. If you know, you know. I tried. I tried getting a phone number for him for some girl that was in a Steelers jersey that was our waitress. Um, there's a picture somewhere of us, and it, it I never it. worked out. Uh, and then we went to. I think no, that wasn't Hardcore Justice. I don't know which one that was. I don't remember which. If, if you look up, we got married September 29th, 2012. 
So it's like two days before that, whatever was recorded. But I digress. Impact TNA, great news. Simon Miller. Simon Miller debuted for Im- or TNA Impact. Amazing. If you Joe, don't know Simon Miller, I don't Joe know how Hendry. you're listening to my podcast and you don't know what Simon Miller or what culture is. I know. But yeah, he debuted on Impact Wrestling. Well, not yet. Not on TV. Not on in kayfabe. Uh, but on Friday, they recorded... Oh, what's the paper? You got it in front of you. You I took have the it. paper. Turning Point. Turning Point. They recorded Turning Point. Uh, they've been doing a run out in the UK, so Impact's been doing a few shows out there, so good for them. I know all the What Culture guys have been going to all those shows. Uh, but yeah, Simon Miller debuted, and he fought, uh, fight John, fought, uh, fought Joe Henry. Blah, blah, blah. I can word. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I'm still in my, my vampire costume. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's awesome. Simon Miller's uh, uh, internet excited. darling that if you don't follow him, you should. Yep. And, uh, I don't know if he drinks coffee, but I own, yeah, give him a golden up for this match. one. Congratulations to him. Win, uh, lose, or draw. Another one that we've uh, that has to do with Impact Wrestling that might be going to AEW. Well, Sammy Callahan was that backstage at I, AEW the other day. I'm intrigued. His contract. I mean, the vibe makes sense. His contract just came up. Uh, was like a month ago with Impact. Okay. Uh, now, now, do Sammy, they do like a similar thing like WWE where you have like so many days where you? I think can't I think when your contract companies? runs out, it, there is no uh, there is no no complete. That's clause. what I understand too. I think okay, so his contract expired. If it gets terminated okay. before the contract date, unless like I'm sure some parameters are hit, then you do have a certain amount of. Okay, like, so he's a free agent. I, yeah, he's a free and free and clear. Interesting. Like, and I mean, he does a couple of other things. I know he's got, uh, he runs Wrestling Revolver. Right, which um, is sick. I believe he has his own like training gym area. Cool. Uh, now, of course, him being backstage at AEW, he has a storied history with Blackpool Combat Club's John Moxley. Yeah. I and mean, there's a lot of bloodshed between those two. Right. A lot of good matches. A lot of, you know. A lot of matches that haven't happened that should happen. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know why my, my mind went to swerve. Oh, he's embroiled with Hangman Adam Page right now with that. Oh, I know. That segment he b- b- bro- ass into broke his house. into his house. Yeah, that was good. That was good. You know what else is good? That was good. A little creepy. He t- he gave up his baby a swerve shirt. But you know what else is good? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about creepy. Abaddon had a shot at the AEW Women's Title yes. this week. Yes, got to give a shout out to the, the Living Dead girl. I know. I love that girl. I think she's awesome. I think her gimmick's great. Granted, I'm, I the fact that she has. All of her pictures that have just you know Dragula or, or you know some other Rob Zombie or White Zombie song that's that's you know doesn't matter. But she's a hell of a worker. Good to see her get the win last week in that Fatal Four Way, and good to see her at least get Fun showcased in in AEW television. Absolutely, I definitely could have done without the uh, Dollar Tree decorations. It's okay to feature Abaddon outside of October as well. One hundred percent. But you got to give it to her. She came out in a sick Spawn outfit. Actually, I think I don't want to be incorrect. I think they might have just they pronouns. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. so. But they did a great My job. Apologies. Did you make a mention about the uh, their makeup? Yeah, it, it was it was like classic ninety spawn. You're geeking out, like oh my god! They, they came out, and it, at first I thought they were doing like Kiss. I thought they were doing uh, same, Gene yeah, because Sin- it was Gene very Sims. like yeah, um, zoomed in, right, right. But then you came out in the green hair, and then sh- they had like the oh, it's so good. Outfit, everything, like even, yeah. A lot of love for Abaddon. Super excited about that. You even brought up, because Hikaru Shido came out as uh, uh, the girl from Resident Evil with the the red dress and the gun uh, holster on the hip. 
And somebody match. made the comparison. Well, you've got the living, the living dead girl, and then you have you know Resident Evil girl who's killing the dead. You know, right? It was a good, like thoughtful beyond the match itself. Right. I don't know if it was intentional, but it definitely worked out. Great. Oh, it worked out perfect. Another person we have to make mention of who is going to be a potential free agent in 2024. 2024 is going to be a big year yeah. for some people. Um, a lot more than you think. Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. And we're hearing rumors left, right, center. He's I mean, going he, to AEW. Well, There's talks to WWE. He was just an impact he the other day. He was just an I impact. Mean, they said they loved having him. I mean, I, he was, he's, not, he's not dumb. He's probably one of the most top you know sought after you know professional wrestlers on the indie scene right now right it's a matter of who do you want to work with and how much do you want to get paid and he's brought Can that AEW up you pay you the amount of money that you deserve maybe not but well, maybe they'll give you creative freedom over you know your character right. and you get to work with your aussie open dudes well i think know? The, i think the formula is very simple i think if you're going for full creative freedom right impact wrestling is the place to be and Correct. he just wrestled mike bailey the other day on, on impact right and he's commented on how much he loved the atmosphere of Impact Wrestling. And it how looks it is like a, a really positive, company. yeah. Right. So if if nothing else, I would not I would not be surprised if he signed with Impact. No. Now, with that being said, if you're going for money, if you're going for fame, fortune, the top of the pile, the you know the gold, the whole nine yards, you can't argue that WWE is not the place to be. And of he's, course, he's discussed that he's had interest from WWE. And he's also discussed how much of a commitment it is for WWE in that regard to where he wouldn't be home with his his girlfriend and, their, and her child and right. their whole thing. Their sacrifices and there. He can't live in the UK because he's going to have to be on American soil to do the like 15, 16, 17, 20, 25 dates in a row. Exactly. Um, and he's made made kind of like a big stink about that. He doesn't really want to do that. Whereas you now have AEW that's kind of that middle ground to where you have a creative, a lot more creative freedom. You do. And he has the bank the f- account to pay you maybe not as much as WWE. Sure, but and, a healthy paycheck. And you're still the, under the constraints of, well, you're on a TV product. You have to wrestle in a certain fashion, but your creative freedom right. is a little bit wider than you would be in WWE. Right. And plus, Tony Khan doesn't have an issue with people having a certain type of schedule. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of who it was. Uh, Bandito. Mm-hmm. Bandito's one of them. His son signed. lives in Mexico, and that was part of his contract that his, he only wanted to work so many days so that right. he could be able to be home with his son. And Tony Khan does it. Right. That's the great thing is he understands that you can have a family, you can have circumstances that you don't want to work certain things. Like, that's totally fine. So if something like that was something Will wanted to prioritize... Which it seems then like it he does. Could do that. So I mean, the great thing is, is I can't really make a bad choice. I mean, he honestly could resign with NJPW. Oh, I mean, yeah, he'd be utilized there like tenfold, like he like he has been. But I mean, I can't help but sit here and think, like, God, I would just, I could not imagine imagine seeing, you know, Will Ospreay's entrance at WrestleMania forty. You know I know, I mean? right? Or, or even you know, even forty-one or forty-two or but SummerSlam or you know, Survivor Series or the Rumble. Could you imagine number twenty-eight comes chamber? running out? Fucking here comes Will Ospreay and the Elimination Chamber. It's Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, uh-huh. Triple H. It's fucking Finn Balor, and then it's Will Ospreay. Like, right? What are you but talking about? Like, wow! The platform of WWE with the 
friendship that he has with Ricochet, very good friends with Ricochet. Oh, my God. They have some of the best, most legendary matches in of MJPW. all time. Of all time Could in general. Could you imagine but... that on a big platform like WrestleMania? But okay, okay, right Good there. God, the idea of those two chills. wrestling in the in the in the capacity that you and I saw in that one match that I think Dave Meltzer rated at like seven nine stars. I don't know nine thousand stars. Um, <laughs> there's no way that WWE would let two people do a match, uh, even of that caliber in that small of an arena, on a WrestleMania stage. There's no way. Dude, it's too risky. Do the match between the two of them. The the caliber of the match, they'd be like, "There's no way you're going to be able to do all those flips, all these table spots, all these outside barrier." Like, there's no way the WWE, would, or especially with TKO and Endeavor being a big part of owning WWE now, there's no way they're going to look at it and be like, "Okay, we have two of the top stars that we have built." There's just no way they would let them have the match that they could have on that stage. I don't know. I just I don't. Trips th- gets it though, you know. Like he gets yeah, but even. <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Triple H really does see the magic in people and like what they've done in the past and is, can look past that and be like, all right, we have to push this person. We really have to push this person. I mean, not to be that guy. Look how good they've done with Jade Cargill. Like, I love what they've done with her bringing her in and her coming out and Charlotte Flair looks at her and she's like, oh, I know her. I'm still on the fence post with what they're doing with Jade Cargill. I, I like, like what it. they're doing. I mean, I'm thinking they, they they're brought on, her up on a pedestal. I think. Yeah, I think they're doing a good job, but I think they're getting to a point where they're either going to have to shit or get off the pot. Oh, yeah. Or she's going to be another fear. Oh, no, that would be awful. But they know how to build people and they could do something really good with mm-hmm. Will Ospreay. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's, of course, it's risky. Everything's a risk there. And I mean, even then, like, you know, if you go to WWE, you can get lost in the sauce of like, well, you just didn't pop right that night. And so we're going to put you out of that, you know, and just turn into a Johnny Gargano or, you know. Right. And not to be that guy, you know, on that platform, people are just those type of people. He's got a little bit of a difficult accent. That might not work out for him trying to do. He's got a little bit of a difficult attitude too. Let's not. Yeah. Like not I know. Really want to play. I, I know professional well. wrestling is professional <laughs> race, wrestling, and kayfabe is kayfabe. But there's a reason why he's so good on the microphone. It, it's not like he fabricates that, like backstage. Like that's all on the fly. Like that's the way that man is. So on the platform of that big, if he doesn't get the pops, he's getting the criticism he's going to get from. You know, the IWC, the internet wrestling community, I mean, good God, that would be just, I don't know. I don't I don't know if WWE would even be a good fit for him. Like I know. That's, that's I mean. Drew McIntyre and Will Ospreay. I just, I, a good match. I could see it being a great mm-hmm. match. I just don't think it has enough potential to be a great match. Will's wrestling is just like so high up. That it's hard to put it on an everyday platform like Raw right. and SmackDown, a weekly show. Because even somebody like Ricochet, people know that you can put Ricochet in a match with anybody and he'll make them look good. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look how hard he had to work to make Logan Paul look good. You know, it's difficult. Like He's just such a workhorse. He does everything he can to make everybody look good. But it doesn't like translate every day. People would rather see... Drew McIntyre with the Claymore. It's just, oh, yeah. it's simple. It's easy to digest. But, you know, it, it builds, it goes right into that, you know, when you make a song, 
Nobody wants this super complicated chorus with a bridge. No. They want a, they want they want a catchy Bop. chorus. Yeah, they want Blitzkrieg Bop. Something catchy, <laughs> one, two, them? three, four, and I can sing it by hearing it one time. <laughs> But it's the same, and I yeah no I don't like, but that's the <laughs> WWE product, and if you're if you're talking about impact, that's going to be, you know, there's there's arpeggios and you know there's all kinds yeah, of like different sweeps sweeps and and all kinds of fun stuff and people are like wow that's too much and I feel like that's right, impact exactly I feel like when you walk in and you have PCO being electrified backstage <laughs> with the bolts in his neck and he's and then he tears the ring half wrestling apart for life and. Beats Eric Young over the head, and Eric Young's dead for the next six months. People are like, "What in the goddamn just happened?" And then you go to AEW, and they try to blend the two. And if you're not privy to one or the other and both, then it's just like, "What am I watching?" I'm just gonna go back to comfortable WWE. So it makes sense why WWE is the safer, bigger, easier product to get right. into and easier to understand. It's safe. It's, it's the applesauce of foods. It's the applesauce of wrestling. <laughs> it's the most easy to digest food. You know, oh my you, god! You know they have like surgery or have like allergies or something. They're like, you can start off all right, with all right, but that applesauce. means that means Monday Night Raw is is normal applesauce, Ooh. and then Friday Night SmackDown is cinnamon applesauce because at least it's I got was going to say Monday Night Raw to. might be unsweetened. Oh God, no! It's not that bad. It's getting better. I mean, it's it, it's bad. All right, again, there's a couple times that we've been watching Raw, and we just go, hey, do you want to go do something else, and we'll just catch up on this tomorrow, and we've just watched YouTube videos We didn't even watch this week. No, I actually went back and watched uh, the highlights of it. It looked like it was halfway decent, but I mean, also, WWE makes these highlight videos into where it's like, oh, this is all the stuff we want you to see. Of course. Like the uh, Shinsuke-Seth Rollins match when he got kicked off like whatever they were on lands on a on a padded thing rolls off and lands on the on the ground and they just filmed it and shot it to where it was like he got kicked off and landed on the ground that was ridiculous that was fun i like that you know what else i liked what's that my scumbag maxwell our jacob scumbag. no he's mine god damn it <laughs> uh he is fighting literally everybody he is fighting He's he. Let's see. This week he had a match against Juice Robinson for the for the Dynamite Diamond Ring, which he won and is now the correct fifth year, fifth year longest reigning. The only person to ever have the Dynamite right, Diamond Ring, right? Aside he, from Wardlow holding on to it and losing it. Yeah, he fought Kenny Omega wait, wait. this week to it was a streak versus title match, and he is now at what was it three hundred and forty four days? Ah, MJF currently as of today has th- is, this is. Sunday, by the way. You'll hear this Monday. 344 so. days. So when you're hearing this, it'll be three. His reign will be at 345 days. Yep. Kenny Omega's is at 346. Right. Interestingly so enough, a combined reign of 347 days goes to John Moxley. So he's only a few days away from being not only the longest consecutive reigning champion, but the longest reigning champion bar none of all elite wrestling. Right. Yep. By the by the end of the week. He's already had one championship match this week. And here in a few weeks at full oh, gear. Wow, is it a good one? He is going to have not one, but an additional championship match. That one is being correct. The ROH World Tag Team titles. That he's be, defending Sans Adam Cole. It says TBH on the wiki, so who knows? But he'll be he'll be fighting the guns. Bang, as bang. well as Probably the main event is going to be the AEW World Championship against Jay White. Wow. Now, He's going to get that Triple B back. Not done, though. 
before those two matches happen, he's also going to have a four-on-four match with all of BCG against him and three unannounced opponent or uh, a team right they've been teasing that Samoa Joe could be Which, one that's of his another one partners is he's just promised Samoa Joe a rematch for AEW this man has more matches lined up right now in his yes. future than any other professional wrestler on TV right now MJF is the wrestling lasagna the layers <laughs> the layers what is are you hungry no. This is the second time you've had a food-related no. reference no, see, to professional that one, wrestling. That one I, I we got Chinese from, food tonight. Was that not enough? That was enough. That one I picked up stupidly enough from Italy. They said Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Rome. The applesauce of is the, the world. The lasagna of the world. Okay, so you're t- he's, are you telling me he's like he's layered? There's layers. Like, like again, you got Samoa Joe. There's a layer, and it's just just Adam Cole, baby. And then the other layer, he's going to go up against Bo- see, Cole. We don't, even know, we don't even know if there is an, uh, an Adam Cole layer right now. He's he's. Oh, off. it's there. He did that match for Adam. Did you not hear him? Oh, I know. It was for That's his brochacho. Adam. Brochacho. Hope you're, hope you're doing well, Adam. That was... I He better get the fuck back up. Broken in three places he after that concussion? Off, it, it's what, like a four-foot drop? Yeah. What the fuck? I've fallen off a roof and haven't broken anything. Well... And I'm all rickety and old. That sucks, man. Hope falling you off a roof? Yeah, Get it well sucks. soon. No. I mean, yeah, Adam definitely. <laughs> but I just... MJF has got so much shit he's doing in the next couple of weeks. It's unreal. He does. I'm... And we had a conversation about this. Did you just wheeze? That was not me. That was you. That was me. That might have been the dog. We huh. we actually we'll check they, that post. We, <laughs> there <laughs> might be if if you go back if you hear a slight yelp and both of us sound a little concerned. Our dog is sleeping and decided to yelp in the middle of his yes, sleep. And he doesn't bark. Uh, long story short, we've had his dog for six months. Never heard him bark. No, not once. No, not once. Um, I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. So is we it are, about the dog? It's not about the dog. It's okay. about let's go back a little bit. MJF. Okay, good. I have a chance to answer it then. We talk a lot about Roman's reign, and I hate I hate saying that it's Roman's like, reign. No, reign. Not Roman reigns reign. Pun not intended. You know what I mean? Right. No. Yeah. Roman's reign, and who will take his belt, and who's going to feed him? But right. we really haven't had a conversation about. Who you think would potentially? I am not finished. <laughs> who you would potentially? I just want Serpentico to win something. Me too. Could take the belt from MJF, or who you would want who to see be the next AEW World Champion? See, that's a pretty loaded question because it is. Are they who different I answers? Want, <laughs> who I want and who could or who should? Boy, that's a hard one. Who do I want, Serpentico? I would. Lo- I don't know why. I just as the world champion. As the world champion, just people for are gonna everybody. be like, "Who is this guy?" Fine, Bendejo. Again, okay. I love Serpentico. Let's see if if we're talking. Man, I don't know. I mean, Eddie Kingston. I would have said Eddie Kingston had he not, if he didn't have two belts right now. Uh huh. Um, Eddie, two belts. Okay, and and I can't. I'm guessing I can't default to my classic i want a woman to come out of the women's division and challenge no for i mean you totally can why not i i really think that like okay and i've said this before i feel like Britt baker has made a plateau for herself right now sure because even if she comes back into the world into the world title picture number one it's going to be it's going to have to be a big build up to get to it because AEW is terrible about just having somebody show up and be oh hey i want this belt you know you know i want a chance of the belt um so i think that 
her coming into the women's title it would it would involve her getting back on the on on TV and having match after match after match and actually developing storyline until it comes into it for people to fully accept something like that but to be 100% honest with you I would love to see somebody like Britt Baker who's already won the women's belt who has already had to do that fight had to you know get to the top and has made it there I would love to see a woman get a shot at the world mm-hmm. title and even take the world title. Do I think from MJF right now? No fucking way. I just, if I want, if it was, Hey Mark, we'll do let anybody do it. What would you want? I would give it to somebody like Britt Baker just because it would just be something new. Yeah. They I, haven't wrestling hasn't tiptoed on that since Rhea was fighting uh, Tazawa and had like those interferences with a couple of people. Well, even then, I think China was like the last person to really have like a prolific yeah. non-women's title run. Because if I remember right, she was the Intercontinental title champion. I, I think so. I think that's correct. You know, it's so the, it's Jade Koff. Yeah, fact check that. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think it would be different. I think it would be just. I think it just be it would shake things up a little bit, and I'm not. I, I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, women's rights!" Like, fuck you and your your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that because oh, I want a woman to be. I just think it, it's something well, that doesn't you happen know, and test the waters a little bit. I said that about the TNT championship. No one ever said that was a man's championship. So I, you know, Chris Statlander right. comes in there and challenges Wardlow and finally beats him. You know, like that would have been something cool that it does need to happen like that, and people go. Oh wait, I didn't think about them. Right. Kind of opens up your mind to different things. I like it. What do you think? Who do you who do you think could or who do you want to to, to dethrone the devil himself? Malachi Black. Ooh, okay. Okay, I could see that. I could really mm-hmm. see that. Just the continuation of we took over collision. Well, guess what? Now we're coming to dynamite. We're gonna take over right. dynamite. We're we like, took the trios champions. Those are those are like beneath, we've we've already purified those. We've gone yeah, to bigger, better things. We've got Julia Hart, so we've got the women's division lined up. We can do trios. We can do tags. We can do singles, and really have the House of Black take over all of AEW. And Malachi Black is just. I mean, we're not gonna get anything with brian anytime soon yeah but uh i'll wait for that well he, that's okay. you know maybe that's what it, maybe that's <laughs> what it was he softened him up oh what a shame that would have been such a good match malachi oh Black it'll and, happen and eventually like i said i'll wait it's worth it oh yeah it's worth it but yeah i mean have him just all of house of black completely take over AEW. see this is, this is why i married you it's because you're a smart woman thank you i really appreciate that i mean i did marry you so something else with mjf we're kind of touching on Every once in a while, that devil mask and the yes. whole thing with Jay White. The other four individual, well, I guess five individuals total. But yep, it happened again this week. I think it was on Dynamite where yep, there was, was just like a real click. He quick, was having a promo. He was kind of a Bray promo, Wyatt then, moment. Yep, you know? it interrupted him. So a lot of people are speculating that that's not MJF because he was he it interrupted him. Could be the him, same person, right? I don't know how these people haven't heard of video editing, but whatever. Um, I don't. I don't think that officially, you know, states that this isn't MJF. I think the implication was supposed to be that uh, MJF is talking and and you know berating Bullet Club and all that. And then at the end of the promo, all of a sudden the mask shows up, and I think it was supposed to be like, oh, maybe it is MJF because you know it happened when he was talking. Um, but I'm 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 very intrigued with this. They haven't touched a lot on it, and I think that's like one of the better things they've done is they haven't oversaturated the product with it yet but they've sprinkled it in here and there and it's not too much 
No, it's not. Which, when you try and introduce a faction like this, which is, I'm assuming that's what this is, I don't think it's another. I mean, maybe it is another like faction for hire, you know, but, or or you know, you know, whatever for hire. But I don't. I just I, I'm enjoying this. It's 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 a slow yeah. burn, and I, I'm I'm excited to see at any point in time when something happens. Agreed. Because obviously they're they're leading up to something pivotal happening yeah. somewhere, and these five individuals altering a cor- the course of, of what's going on. Well, Twitter had an interesting theory, and if you haven't followed us already, we are at CAW Wrestling Pod. We are ridiculous on there, and we like to tweet when, during Raw, SmackDown, uh, Dynamite, Collision, Rampage, so all of the, make sure you All of the TV us. products. So, you know, we've got, we've got impact in there every once in a while. We don't really tweet during that. We try. Them. But at any rate, I digress this time. Twitter had an interesting theory and said X. that... X has an interesting theory and says that it could be David Finley. Oh, yes, you did say something about that. And I've been touting about this since David Finley turned on Jay White when Jay White left NJPW and took over Bullet Club. He has completely revamped them and made them into the absolute just, well, I mean, War Dogs is one of the little sub-factions inside of them. I can't think of any other words better to describe the bullet club that's out there. So for sure that I, I would tickle my nipples hard. That could be really, really fun. Have right. some NJPW, AEW kind of crossover. So, right. I mean, of course at this point it's purely speculation. Oh, of we course. Well, it, it, no it's idea. all speculation and that's, you know, absolutely no idea. It's one of the, I, that's one of the best things about wrestling is it's all speculation and fantasy booking. That's why you and I do this podcast. Cause it's just fun to talk about what they could do and who this is. I mean, to that point, though, I mean, you have to have some four indiv- or five individuals that have something to do with each other. Like they tried doing this, doing that with uh, I don't remember what they even called them when MJF had Stokely and Big Bill and Ricky. St- I think it was Ricky Starks, a couple other people, and he had them like when he came back uh, and God, he, when he was original. I can't even remember what was it, like the firm or the firm. Yeah, it was the firm. There we go. See, I told you you're smart. Um, that was all supposed to be entangled in CM Punk anyway. Well, of but. course. And I know it got derailed because Phil's an asshole. Yeah, but it kind of worked out for everybody else. It worked out Stokely, for everybody. Place, it was, Big it, Bill. It was a really weird sell to be like, oh, these like four or five random individuals were just hired by MJF and they have nothing to do with each other except for just answering a job application. And it was really it was a hard sell. Like it, the faction itself didn't go that well. Even after, even before or after the CM Punk, whatever. And then they, they fortunately were all able to find a foothold in AEW, but it was just a real hard sell. So you got to think like the five individuals they've gotten these, these dressed up masks and all that other shit have something to do with, with one another, one another. And Bullet Club has got umpteen amount of members nowadays. So, I mean, it would make sense. Something like Bullet Club would be the other opposing faction to Bullet Club Gold, who's kind of a sure. defect of Bullet Club. And then you can record all of this stuff from, you know, different countries, send it all over to AEW, edit it. And oh, yeah. Perfect. We don't have to show up until, you know, full gear. Unless you have Kenny Omega recording your promo as you cut one on Kenny Omega. Don Callis. Kenny, by God, Omega. God, that was such a, fun, a funny picture. You were in Italy, and I had to send that to you, and I was like, I don't even know if she's going to see this, but the I was context, dying The I just laughing. couldn't understand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, one of my texts didn't go through, so it was just a picture of Kenny Omega scooped down something. with a camera <laughs> and, and, and some bald man in Takeshita. It was so good, and she had no idea. She hadn't watched any of the wrestling that week, so. Nope. Very weird. Okay, so with T 
TKO endeavors buying out WWE. It happened uh, last or this past September. They finalized everything. It is finally no longer under the com- under the command under the ownership of a McMahon family. Uh, command th- was right. At, at this point, <laughs> Vince McMahon has been asked to leave creative completely, and Triple H has now headline you know headed it. Uh, and we have now seen a bunch of different names on SmackDown and Raw. I mean, hell, even NXT's had a very big push with their a lot of people on there. Uh, we've seen Dragon Lee, Cameron Grimes, Cedric Alexander, Indy Hartwell, Zia Lee, Valk- Valkyria, uh, Candice LeRae, Bronson Reed. Uh, it just it seems like that Triple H or whoever is fully in charge with. Uh, making the final decision on who and what goes on TV are starting to finally lean into the, some of the younger talent that they've had on the roster and they've been kind of sleeping on and they've been leaving stagnant. And we've talked about it before. It feels like they bring these people from NXT into raw and SmackDown and then they just, they're just cannon fodder for the rest of the stars on there. And you don't really get a good push. I mean, Champa was probably the only one that's been, uh, a little bit of a push since Gunther has come. And the only reason Lud or uh, I'm sorry, not, uh, 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 Giovanna Vinci and Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig. Thank you. I was right with Ludwig. Sorry. Coffee's, <laughs> the coffee's wearing off. I got to drink another cup. Um, but there hasn't been a lot of NXT talent or a lot of younger talent that's been pushed. It's a 1000% hit or miss. You come up to the roster and you're Enzo and Cass. And it just works. Yep. But even, you know, you know it, but if they don't get pushed the right way, then it doesn't. Then you're Enzo the and Cass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works so both ways. So. It's good to see that we've got. And I mean, I know it's a little bit. And I know we were complaining when Becky Lynch won the NXT Women's Championship, and I guess I got to put my foot in my mouth that WWE knows what they're doing, and they were right back then. They did a really good job by putting other people over with. They it. did a really good job. She didn't back down from. Any individual that walked up to her and said, I want a belt match or I want a championship match and I want a championship match. So she had all intentions. So a lot of these names got FaceTime on Raw and SmackDown, not just NXT. And I think that's great because you have NXT talent coming and challenging for the NXT belt on your main TV product. I couldn't understand it until I watched it. Right, and it makes that belt feel important. It makes right. women's wrestling important. And I've got to pause real quick, and i got to shout out NXT. They have been doing women's wrestling good for months now. They have they really have. been pushing the women's championship and rivalries between individuals. And every time I see something with NXT, it's at least 50-50 women's to men matches. And more times than not, I can recognize a woman superstar on NXT and no. we don't even watch it yeah, and I, because yeah. they promote it so well. Um, but I think this also might play into something else that Endeavor and TKO have said that they're going to start doing, and that is, or not said, but has been rumored to want to start doing, and that's to let some of Raw and SmackDown superstars, especially high end ones, let their contracts expire and let them go. They're looking at maybe bringing in newer talent that's not pushing the age of the last five years of their career, even though they sell t-shirts like why? And I can't blame them. It makes sense, but it's an interesting topic because the three names that have come up are Becky Lynch. It's so weird. Seamus and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. The only one that we have any information on. And of course, take it how it is. Drew or Drew Meltzer. Dave Meltzer has stated that uh, as of right now, all he knows is that Drew McIntyre has not agreed to anything. And other than that, the, the, they're slated to end before 2024, their contracts. So interesting. 
like especially somebody like Seamus who's been on the product for so long. And it's crazy. I mean, I, I another thing I read today, Seamus in the G1 would yeah. slap. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I mean, you, you know. Like, let him go. Like, I can see it. You know, they, they, they obviously need a lot of money to be able to keep this level of talent right. and they've de- on the roster. But I mean, could you imagine Becky Lynch and Impact? I mean, look at what happened to Sasha. Well, and not just she made it work. Not just that. Uh, they, this company owns UFC as well, and when they bought UFC, they were known to go to high-paid individuals like Randy Couture and just like see ya, like one of the most dangerous men in the octagon, and they're just like, no, we don't need your services here on the UFC, the 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 most prolific octagon fighting league, and they're just like see ya because they're just cutting fat and they're not looking at. Like, okay, yeah, you've been here for way too long, and we've been paying you way too much for far longer than we yeah, should have. look at the See talent ya. they already cut. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it just... But the reason why I bring this up is imagine we have a Drew McIntyre, a Sheamus, a Becky Lynch, a Seth Rollins on the market. Not not in the in the in the scope of WWE. Right. Like they're they've Tony been let Khan, go from WWE. WWE is not looking for <laughs> for to them to rehire. So they are yeah. in the independent scene. They are now hitting the market for AEW, MLW, GCW. I know, right? Seth Rollins you know, is on wrestling, wrestling revolver. Like, yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> but imagine that. I though. mean, John did it. John does it. I know. You're talking about John Moxley. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Look at Matt Cardona, completely redefined right. the way a professional wrestler can make money in this industry. That WWE is not the end all no. goal for every professional wrestler. I mean, you imagine uh, an ROH pay per view coming up and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, um, Tyler Black is here. Right? Like he had a huge career in like ROH. are you shitting me? A death before dishonor. Seth Tyler Rollins. Black is gonna def- is gonna fight uh, Eddie Kingston for the R or for yeah, the ROH right? world title. Like, but it's, it's like possible. And I, I'm not saying Seth Rollins is gonna leave the WWE, and I'm not saying that WWE is not gonna re-sign Becky Lynch. Right, but, but it's all possible. Yeah, just the idea of that potential of a Will Osprey and Tyler Black happening, not in a WWE yeah, ring. Right, you know what I mean, and it's. Honest happening to God, on dynamite. <laughs> honest to God, though, it's within reason. You know what I mean? Like it, it, Seth Rollins' contract is going to expire in the, in the next few, three, four, what, five years? I mean, anything past five years is unheard of now. So even if you think of five years, three, four years from now, they're both going to be in a, a good enough shape to perform. Right. And if it, if if TKO decides not to renew a an aging Seth Rollins. Impact AEW. Maybe mean, Becky and Seth just start their own company. But you know what I mean. Like, like it's, anything's possible. It's just, it, you it's, know, it's a it's such a mind blowing thing. And, and I know we say it all the time, but what a time to be a wrestling fan. It's anything's possible. Like exactly that thing. And like it's all accessible with a click of a mouse. It really is. It's so cool though. Like the potential is just absolutely outstanding. That you can just sit there and be like, you know, it would be a fun dream match. I mean, Tony Khan talks about dream matches all the time. But oh yeah. I mean, well, we had that one with Danielson and uh, Andrade El Idolo. That was fun. Oh, a great match! What a year for Brian Danielson! What a, I mean, what a good year and what a bad year. He's dealt with so well, much good yeah, and so many injuries. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. With My you there. God! So finally, here on the podcast, every time a pay per view comes around, Jamie and I do predictions, or at least we try to. We, we, if you haven't followed each one of us, I'm at Gunk Dudley. She's at a bacon party. Uh, we always try to put out our predictions right before the pay-per-view starts. 
we kind of have a friendly competition. Whoever ends up winning has to get the other person coffee the entire time during the recording of the next podcast or whoever's holding the belt. I have been the current champion for good God. I don't even know how long. Uh, does but it, if you, I haven't. They didn't even watch Wrestle Dream. Well, I know there's been a couple we haven't it. done it on. I'm sorry, uh, but if it. you want to get on on the action, now, granted, I can't bring you coffee if you end up winning, but you're not going to win because you're not going <laughs> to beat me. Uh, but hit us up with your predictions. Uh, hashtag CAW predictions. We, we will make sure we retweet you, shout you out, and if we win, I don't know, we'll send you some stickers. We'll shout you out on the podcast. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give you I'll, a high five. I'll send you a picture of my feet if you're into it, but I, nobody's going to be into Whoa. that. Uh, but yeah, so we've you got don't want that. <laughs> we've got WWE's <laughs> crown jewel coming up. Seven matches have been announced as of right now, and like I said, this will come out Monday morning, so you will hear it before WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown. So there's always the potential for another match to be announced, and especially with this being crown jewel, WWE loves putting on a huge show. Although I got to admit. They've put on they've put on a hell of a uh, selection of matches. They got seven in total. Uh, we're gonna go right down the line. First one, we've got Seth Rollins. Speaking we'll be, of our boy Tyler we'll, Black, we'll be taking on <laughs> Drew McIntyre in defense of his World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, we've both talked about both of these individuals. Yes, we uh, did. Drew McIntyre, like I said, his contract has not been. Yes, uh, Drew Galloway and uh, Drew Tyler, Galloway Tyler and Tyler Black. Black. Who do you have, Jared Jamie? How do I have Derek Jeremy? Who have Derek Jeremy? Um, I don't Coffee's think there's off. any freaking way that Seth Rollins is not walking away with that belt after the most candy-ass promo. These two baby faces walked in and they were like, you want to have a match? Like, yep, yeah, I want to have a match, but not tonight. In three weeks. Okay, fine. In three weeks, we'll have a match. Oh, yeah. No. Classic WWE. It's not ending up. like that. That was horrible. I mean, I, I can't disagree. As much as I want to say Drew McIntyre is going to walk away with it because I think he deserves it. I mean, he's been, I, he just he's just a good wrestler. He really is, but he doesn't have like any storyline or anything going on right at this particular moment. No, I know, I know, but I, I my heart wants so my heart wants to go to Drew McIntyre, but at the same time, I can't see it not going to Seth Rollins. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm picking Seth Rollins. Uh, up next, we have the five way women's. World Championship match, which I I gotta say up top here, this one hit me kind of for a loop. I, it was they were they were kind of feuding for one week, and then the next week, like you know what, all five are you in a championship match at Crown Jewel. I it just I, I it's taken me a second to process this, but I can't. Me personally, I can't see Rhea Ripley not walking away with this. Oh, I absolutely am right in the same boat as you. Like I I think nobody in this match. Should maybe Shayna Baszler is the only one that I could think. Maybe Zoe Stark, but I mean that's I, I, I don't that's like Paige so. walking onto SmackDown and winning it day one. No, hey, nobody it, it expected happens. it. Oh yeah, I know. I um, just that, but that's that would have to be that situation. I, I just, think they're doing too much with the Judgment Day and trying to push that whole thing, and with Mommy essentially being the leader of the pack. Right. I think it would be really weird. Well, I mean, they've got stripper of the title. They've got their little tendrils and almost everything on WWE right now. They're talking right. Bloodline. They've tried talking to Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, the Usos. Obviously, Dominic is the NXT. Right. JD uh, McDonough is trying to get in. Right. You got Seth Rollins, who's dealing with uh, the money in the bank with Damian Priest, Cody Rhodes. I Cody mean, Rhodes is fading Damian they're, Priest. They're, yeah. Much like how MJF is spreading himself very, very thin, Judgment Day is spreading themselves very, very thin over two shows. But 
So who do you think's walk? You think Rhea's walking away with us? I do. I okay. Do. Yeah. I, I like I said. I just and I mean not to break down the fourth wall, but they've got uh, what is it? Elimination Chamber is going to be in uh, Australia this year, which is Rhea Ripley's home. Right. I, I can't see why they wouldn't for an opportunity like that, like with probably the the best women's champion we've had in since the bloodline has like kind of taken over you know just not that they've taken the women's title but it just feels like this has been like one of the best runs with the wwe women's champion oh yeah and she got like i said or the PWI, world heavyweight championship yeah she got pwi the, top the 150 top, number one yep she was number one awesome 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 well deserved i mean she's just doing such a great job with the with the faction with Judgment I, yeah, Day, and I, and I don't think it would be a good time to take that belt from no, her because God, she's no. so dominant with and it. And especially, I think, I you think I mean? with with the Judgment Day, and I mean, while we're on on the topic of of Judgment Day, Damian Priest and Cody Rhodes will be having a singles match, but I think that with the Judgment Day, like I think this mommy's going to be the last one to break because she's yeah. like you said, she's been the leader, she's been the one that's looked at Dominic and said, if you don't get if you don't gra- get that title back, don't bother coming home, and she's looked at Damian Priest. And Finn Balor and said, "Get your shit together because you're you're screwing up." And then they get the titles back. So I think Mommy's the the foundation of of the Judgment Day. Right. Once once she loses that belt, once she's the last person to drop the gold, I think that's when the Judgment Day's done. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be for a while, personally. Uh, but yeah, what do you think between Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest? I went back and forth with that, as weird as it is. Yeah. You know, again, with the Judgment Day getting such a big push, I could see Damian Priest, like, sneaking out a win. Of course, right. there's going to be some bullshittery to make that happen oh, if course. it goes in that direction. Um, but I did end up picking Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did as well. Um, I think we're going to start seeing the build up to maybe finishing his story or at least more character development into it. But <laughs> I think more than that, I think that he's going to win because I think this is where we're going to start seeing Damian Priest be shaky in the Judgment Day. Right. Because it's already been, Rhea Ripley has already kind of like made it seem like that they don't really fully like can trust on him 100%. Like he's not been able to deliver 100% and they're worried that he's not going to be able to, you know, just be the part of the Judgment Day. and and, and Which is interesting because for so long that was Dom. Right. Right, and now it feels like because he, he's he hasn't cashed in his world title shot yet. Right. There's been opportunities, and he hasn't taken them. Well, and Rhea They're, doesn't want him to in some circumstances. So right, right. Maybe he like sneaks away with it and cashes it in finally. Well, in another thing, Rhea Ripley reproached. Uh, I know you didn't watch Raw, but he, she approached uh, Seth Rollins on Raw and said something about you know if you join the Judgment Day, that might make Damian shift his eyes to a different world title. And kind of compared Seth Rollins to Roman Reigns and, you know, you could have a title reign like him. So even Rhea Ripley's like trying to like making contingency plans for, you know, like, well, if we bring in Seth Rollins, that's a hell of a force. And then we can have Damien focus on maybe taking the belt off Roman and get another belt in. So Rhea Ripley's like sneaking, sliding in between all this stuff and getting making sure everything goes her way. But yeah, Cody Rhodes, I think, is walking away from this and it's going to take a huge hit to Damien's Priest like trust level in the Judgment Day. Yeah. Another match that we'll be having at Crown Jewel, Rey Mysterio, who is the WWE United States Champion, will be taking on Logan Paul. Where do you think this is going? Oh, I've expressed it, I think it was last week, week before. I 100% believe Logan Paul is walking away with this. I think this is the perfect time, and I hate that I have to say this. I think it is the perfect time to give a belt to somebody 
of this magnitude outside of the walls of WWE. The one ace card that he has in the WWE is he showed up much like Ronda Rousey, much like any other celebrity that shows up in WWE and stays for an extended period of time. He walked into WWE with as many followers as the WWE. Oh, yeah. His social media presence is huge. You know what I so mean? And you think it's strictly for that reason, just to be able to... 100%. Put a introduce belt, them to the WWE universe? Put a belt on somebody. Okay, now in... in Everybody knows that everybody in this world has watched wrestling at some point, whether you loved it or hated it, whether you were a kid, a teenager, an adult, like you've watched wrestling and has had some impact in your life, whether you've just acknowledged it or have gone full-fledged and watched every WCW pay-per-view that's ever existed. Tell me that out of the hundred millions of followers that, that Logan Paul probably has on social media, that somebody looking at his posts that hasn't already figured out he's been wrestling in the WWE, now holds the United States title. And you go, those little those little things in the back of your head that, that you know, bring up that the nostalgia chemical. And it's like, oh my God, I remember watching this person win that and, or this person do that or, you know, the Hardys do this in WWE and now Logan Paul's on it. Well, now I'm going to tune into WWE. Yeah, I wonder who's on there now. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then you you tune in, and it's like, well, let me watch what Logan Paul... Yeah, oh, right. shit, he wrestled, Ray Mis- on this he wrestled Ray Mysterio and right. won that... What, he beat Ray Mysterio at a pay-per-view? Like, are you kidding me? Logan Paul? Like, for anybody who doesn't watch WWE and, and only goes with social media, immediately knows what that is. Okay. It's a, I can see like, it. It just makes sense. Why else would you bring somebody so prolific into the WWE without a day of training, without a single match under their belt, without anything more than I'm just a fan of WWE, like, it makes so much sense. I figured for that reason, but not necessarily to give him the United States Championship unless it's just a transitional thing. But what better than a transitional, what what better transitional person than somebody who has nothing to lose? That's very true. You know it what I mean? It doesn't matter. Uh, he could have it for a day. Oh, yeah. He still was the United, you know, right. the WWE United States champion. And now Rey Mysterio doesn't have to lose and in, in some huge storyline, prolific, you know, he had to wrestle, you know, Will Ospreay comes to the roster and he has to yeah, lose right. to him. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you couldn't. Now you've got somebody with Logan Paul who's got a social status big enough that he could rival with... I mean, he's sure. already gone toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns, the top well, guy in yeah, WWE. Yeah, and people hate him so much. So the idea that he won that from Rey Mysterio, somebody that everybody loves... Right. 30, 30 plus years of a wrestling career between Luchador, even AEW, WCW, yeah, right. you know, out. he's been all over the place. Yeah. So I, I, I got to go with Logan Paul. I hate saying that. It makes me throw up in my mouth when I say that I'm, I'm expecting Logan Paul to walk away with the United States title at Crown Jewel. But it's, I, I, I can't see it going any other way. I said Ray, but fair. I can understand where you're coming from. You're going with Ray? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I just. I, I hope to God, like Ray walks thinking? away and just gives him the middle finger and walks out, like learn how yeah, to actually yeah. wrestle, bitch. But wishful thinking for sure. I totally wish that would happen, but I don't think that is what's going to happen. <laughs> yes, it will. You no, never know. I'm going. It's He'll not going to happen because my prediction is going to be 100 percent, just turn? like they're all the time. Who Ray? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's. I'm. I think Santo Escobar is going to turn on him. Like, I really do. That'd be fun. I really do. I think he's going to lo- like lose the title. And I think Santos is going to be so disappointed or whatever he, whatever he's going to be, he's going to turn on the LWO and have a gnarly t- heel turn. Damn. And he should. It's going to be weird because he has an LWO tattoo on his hand. That is true. <laughs> that is true. 
Well, it's like getting your girlfriend's name tattooed on you. You never get your girlfriend's <clears throat> name tattooed on you. Understandable. Okay. So we're talking about big stars, big wrestling matches. I mean, big if you want to consider Logan Paul a big star. Um, we have an incredibly random, what seems like two random people got pulled out of a hat. We have John sort Cena of. versus Solo Sokoa. Right. Interesting. I don't think... We talked about this last week. I don't think it's as random as more there's going to be a lot of eyes on this. And I think they, it's, I mean, it's Saudi Arabia. They always go all out for Crown Jewel. Right. It's a, it's a huge show. They got to travel a long way. They make a lot of money off it. I mean, it's, we benefit it's from expected, it. expected, yeah. They want, they go out there and put every one of their big stars out there. And this one is definitely going to be one of those it, matches that it's, it's more than just what is face value. You did say, like, or like you said, it's, it's kind of a random match. John Cena came out and said that it's it was a couple a couple days ago that it's been two thousand and two days since he's had a televised win, and was all sad about it. Yeah, he needed this. Needed this. the retirement. And you know, yep, did the whole. I you know I want to believe in myself, but you guys do yada yada. And then he challenged the next idiot that walks through the curtain to a match at Crown Jewel, and lo and behold, Solo Sokoa comes out. So we will have John Cena will be taking on Solo Sokoa. At Crown Jewel for no other reason other than John Cena feels then old to push Solo Sokoa because yes. he's going to win. I he's got on the to up agree and up and the up and up and the up and up, and I'm telling you, on the way to take Roman's belt. So is this the end of the C Nation? Is this the end of John Cena? Is John Cena going to take this L and walk off into the sunset? Put his cowboy hat on, but hang up his wow, spurs. Wouldn't that be incredible for Solo Sokoa to be like, I retired John Cena. Who, but what better person though? <laughs> we keep talking, we were talking about earlier, all those names that they're starting, yeah. they just put on TV to get, you right. know, get a little bit of name or face He'll always name. come back. Of but, course he will. I mean, but he's, to have he's, one less really, really good match with somebody like that, obviously who John would have to respect the shit out of you to oh, be yeah. able to to even think about putting you in a well, position see, that John, he's going to do that. You I know? think John Cena is a different monster. I think he it's more than ju- just a respect of the person. It's a respect it's for this the loyalty brand. It, it's, it's, and the yeah. hustle. Well, it really is, though. It's the <laughs> no, loyalty, sorry. it's the hustle, and it's the respect. It, it really is, though. Like, as cliche as it may be, like, it really is. Because John Cena knows that his entire life is because of the WWE right. and the WWE Universe. So right. what better way? The WWE Universe talk about owns this. his name. Right. And, and you know what? Claudio, or I'm sorry, Eddie Kingston talked about doing business once you get out of whatever promotion, whatever you're in, whether it's the, you're out of the business or going to somewhere else, you always do business as your final match. You lay down for the next guy to get the win. Right. And Solo That's Sokoa, the respectful thing to do. Solo Sokoa, although he doesn't need the win over John Cena, good God, the the rocket that was once on John Cena's back will be rebuilt and installed so far up that, that man's ass that he will go, like, honest to God, the next contender for world champion besides Cody Rhodes. I hope. And like, I hope it goes better than that time Johnny Knoxville had a rocket strapped to him. Yeah, well, didn't he break his, like, entire pelvis? Something like that. That was awful, <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. I would still, I would so much rather see Johnny Knoxville get the U.S. title over uh, 
Logan Paul. There, I said it. <laughs> There's your hot take. You hey, asked me. You he's asked going to the what, WWE Universe too. You asked me what my hot take was earlier this week because you wanted to use that. There's my fucking hot take. Johnny Knoxville is a better wrestler. It maybe not in performance, but god damn it, he's better re- wrestling personality <laughs> than Logan Paul is. Well, I guess my hot take was the applesauce comment. That so. was not a hot take. That is 100 percent the truth. It's easy to digest. So we both picked Solo Sokoa going over John Cena. And I mean, I just yeah, John Cena. I think's gonna. He didn't have a lot left. He's got a couple, you know, five knuckle shuffles and a. You can't see me in the, you know. He is one hair transplant away from being producer. (sighs) I mean, and he's got like a, he's got like the rock status to where he can just walk in and be in a movie, and people are like, okay, but he is. He already is. My mom is the prime example. If my mom knows who you are as a wrestler. You know you've made it because she doesn't watch it. She's like, of course I know who the. I'm oh yeah. Talk like that. Of course I know who the rock Who's is. Your mom from of a valley. Of course I know. Yeah, she's a valley girl. Yeah. Um, Danellen Valley. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just he's he's made his name in wrestling. He doesn't need TV shows and yeah. Movies he doesn't he and... doesn't need the win. It makes sense. I no. I I, I str- this is the one that I hit though when I when I, all the other ones I was good I was good I was good when I hit this one though I I went to write who I knee jerk reaction which was gonna be solo but I thought about it and I was like damn is this like the thought of is this it for John Cena? Like, right. I feel like he takes this L and not that he's done, See, done, but it's, you, it's, you know, gone. Like it's, that's the magic of John sure. Cena is done. You know, John Cena's good when you hesitated on whether or not he was going to win because you're like, Oh, but it is John Cena. And he, he hasn't had a televised win in over 2000 oh, days. And I why he still said hesitated. That. Wonder why he said that. You know, know Dalton right? Castle, you know, he, uh, he takes out the bird seed and he puts it in his hand. He lets the little birdies eat from it oh i know yeah yeah that's i know you. that's john cena that's john cena for the past 25 years of his life but <laughs> if this is the final john cena match that we ever see then not that i don't think it's the final one but if the one the final one with actual like storyline meaning in any capacity i probably won't be mad about this i think i foresee this is going to be a good match definitely it's going to be a really good pay-per-view honestly it or, re- premium level it really i like it's really is like usually we've been very critical about crown jewel but it lately it's the 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 way this has been building up it's been real good now one of the last matches that they announced was eo sky will be taking on bianca belair and that is yes. for the wwe women's champion yes championship. bianca came back on smackdown no raw she's on raw now i can't remember no it was smackdown that was when we watched okay. she came back on smackdown yes. and uh said she already talked talked to adam pierce and had set she up she attacked adam pierce she attacked him <laughs> Uh, no, that might be coming in with another storyline later on with Nick Aldis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be... I, I'm excited for this one. Actually, I, I'm really excited about it, too. I like a singles Bianca match, Belair. too. I like Io Sky. A singles match. Yep, there's no... Hopefully no damage control BS, no. but you know there's going to be. Um, Bailey can't help herself. I know, right? Well, I mean, Bailey's kind of feuding a little bit with Charlotte Flair, which I could see that rekindling, because Bailey uh-huh. needs something. Bailey's been... Just that stagnant Karen mom. Oh, but Bianca gave that gnarly. What does she do? A KO? The TK or uh, I think a TKO, right? I thought it was just a KO. I don't remember. Whatever. She so does that moves. that finisher, and she did it to uh, Bailey. Oh, that's right. Oh, that was so just, nasty. Just it was so good. Her to the moon. So, so I don't good. Know. Bailey Maybe took she's that gonna hit come so out well. She's gonna give that receipt. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, who you who you going with? Io or uh, Bianca? I, I I feel like my answers were just so vanilla. I feel like. Yeah. I didn't really have to think too hard about the entire lineup of who I think is going to win for this crown right. jewel. I, I'm, I'm not excited about it. You know, the the local place they ran out of chocolate sprinkles and, and 
gummy worms and uh you think this is just a filler hot fudge uh, kind of I, okay. I don't think any any titles were going to change hands at least by my prediction so i'm okay. just going with eo i love eo again we're talking about triple h triple h is obviously pushing eo to the moon right um and he loves her and he knows her potential too so i i just don't think it's time yet especially after bianca just got such a legendary reign that she just finished up with to take it from eo this okay. soon no no She's uh, got other feuds in her, you know? Eo, oh, of course. She's of got course. a feud with Bailey still. She's got to have more of that. And I think as the champion, it'll be more a better platform for it. So, no, I think she's still got a lot of steam left as a champion. I think the exact opposite. Oh. I think Bianca fun. Belair is going to walk away with this championship. And I think that Bailey is going to be part of the cause of that. I okay, think this that time she's not going to help. She Not that she's not going to help, but she's going to attempt to help. And is we're going to again see some more cracks in the foundation of damage control. Okay. I think U.S. Sky is going to lose the belt because Bianca got fucked on her last, uh, when she lost that title. She ended up winning that championship in that it was a four way, if I remember right. And then as she's like half dead in the ring, EOS Sky ran out, cashed in her title. And won. It was a three way. Yeah. I can't remember. And ended up winning. Bianca lost. It was like one of the shortest title reigns. And I think that they're going to give that back to her because she's just so goddamn good. Well, I mean, and that's I'm not exactly saying what Io. they did. That's what they did to Hikaru Shida. And I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying Io Sky is not good, but I think that the fans aren't fully behind her as a champion. No, so and I they think they need to keep riding it out. Write it out. Don't I give think up. TKO's already going to tap out because they know tried and true Bianca oh, Belair. That was corny. I corny is WWE. It's the fucking applesauce. It's the canned corn of the vegetables of wrestling. Like tap out a one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think that it's, it's going to go Bianca Belair because Bianca Belair is going to sell more merchandise than Io Sky. Well, I mean, she does, and the kids love her. Like, of course. Uh, no, and no, who not a spends and... more money around the holidays than mom and dad? Mm-hmm. Little Becky and little Tina yeah. and little fucking whatever weird microwave stupid ass names people are calling their kids right. nowadays. They look and they're seeing Bianca Belair with her giant fucking braid, whipping that shit, holding the fucking I'm belt. I'm on my own, doing the dance and her fucking polka <laughs> Dot ass fucking skin tight know, right? leaves nothing to the imagination Handmade. outfit I, like and every one of those little girls like I want to be Bianca. like uh, no fucking shit mom and dad's gonna go on wwe shop.com and buy the 35 dollar fucking bianca belair world right? championship the new one the one that they just not the one that they just lost three months ago for yeah. little johnny's I don't, birthday i want the old one i want the nah, new and this is fucking christmas WWE bro shop.com. this is christmas bianca's the championship well guess what we've got cliche stupid fucking ugly sweater bianca belair championship fucking and they'll sell like fucking hotcakes because she sells merch she does and you put a belt on her she sells more merch and it's the holidays like i can't see it not going bianca yeah but if it's christmas time and i can ask for one thing for santa i just want eo scott i want shark boy to, to be- come back to ww or to ww to impact wrestling and call and and win the with the impact or the tna world title that's what I want well, for Christmas. Well, I mean, at least he's been back on TV lately. Yeah, but he ain't winning the titles. No, but so there. Up. Keep wishing all you want. Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> spoiler alert. We Wait, got spoilers on this podcast. Mick Foley's not Santa. No, but actually, fun fact: 
I'm from originally the same town, like two towns over from where Santa's little village is that he goes to, well, he used to constantly. I've been on that field trip more times than I can remember, and it is fucking corny as you would ever expect, and no wonder he loves that place. It is the most Santa place. It's in the middle of the summer, and you go there, and there's fake snow on the ground. It's in New Hampshire, It's in New Hampshire, yes. It's the most magical fucking Santa place I'll ever be to. Fuck Disney and their Santa bullshit. Go to the most podunk-ass, Christmas-oriented theme park (laughs) in the world. It's amazing. All right. You have to take me there, though. Okay. But before I take you there, we need to go to the land of the tribal chief. Roman Reigns will be challenging possibly one of the most hottest stars in WWE. WWE programming. I mean, El- probably all of wrestling, honestly. I, right now, he, he's he, red hot. But it was like six months he got on, <laughs> got on like the actual push he's on, and now people are like, "Yeah, every uh, five, yeah." <laughs> Roman Reigns, LA Knight, WWE yeah. undisputed Universal Championship up for grabs. I think Roman is about to or did surpass the. I think he'll be the fourth longest reigning or third longest reigning. WWE champion. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know the numbers. This is just absolutely insane. Uh, I mean, do I want it to end? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> so, How so, fun would this be? The pop. The celebration. Oh, I know, right? The joy from the fans. It'd be great. I know. Is he, it going to happen? He is the number four no. currently. He's 1,153 days. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for fact-checking this. I, I definitely think that we're going to continue seeing... Him that, right. that number rise after there's Crown only Jewel. 1,237 days is so Bruno the San third longest reign by now Bruno that's, San Martino. That's only Bruno San Martino's second reign. Yeah, His we don't talk about that first reign. 2,800 days. Hulk Hogan, I mean, he's at 1,474. So, I mean, he's Roman not Reigns even that would have far to be, off. Well, I mean, Roman Reigns would have to be almost a full year. They could do it. They'll, oh, they 100%. Could. They could roll this out to WrestleMania 41. <laughs> 100% I could see them doing God. this. Um, and I just can't see it stopping now. I, 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 there's no way Not LA yet. Knight's going to win this. And if they do, I, I'm I'm saying what I'm saying only because I believe that is the most practical thing that they're going to go with. My heart is set on put the belt on that man. You can take your criticism of, oh, well, he's just a dollar store version of Stone Cold. You're goddamn right. And if I had still those three same shirts I had when I was a kid of Stone Cold Steve Austin in my closet, I would wear them on a daily basis because I love that character. I love the overly bravado tough guy with a leather vest that has a single word catchphrase or is just annoying. the comparisons to The Rock. Like that's a bad thing, like, right? Like Ricky Starks got are... the same comparisons. Like, is he supposed to be insulted? Because oh, he's just a, a another version of The Rock. Like that's an amazing okay. comparison. So when a band comes out and you're like, wow, this sounds like the Beatles, you shit on them. Yeah, what is that? You straight uh, that shit Van on Vliet, them. Gre- Greta Van Vliet. I mean, you could put the, you could rename that as Led Zeppelin and have it drop in 2023, and people wouldn't bat an eye at it. You know what I mean? It, but I, I really would love to see La Knight with a belt. There's no way it's going to be this belt. Maybe the U.S. Maybe. title, maybe the Intercontinental title. I mean, there's a sliver. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the conversation has come up at the board of, you know, creative, like, hey, what are we doing with this? We're going to have Roman win, right? Like, well, okay, let's think about it for a split second. What if he didn't win? And they all kind of went, shut up, Jerry. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Th- I think the the story, the 
progression of LA Knight is part of the whole thing, you oh, know, yeah. and you have to, you gotta get knocked down has, we, get, we get back up, Well, you know, and you're never going to keep me down. I'm going to completely <laughs> just ignore that. Um, He's but you know what lose. I mean? You've got, He's yeah. got to lose. You got to give them something you to come back from. You got to date a couple uglies for you to realize that, you know, the person that you marry is just the man of your dreams. It happens. Are we still talking about LA Knight here? Um, yeah, I, I, it just would be like it'd be like jumping into a new video game and getting the most powerful weapon right off rip. It's like in Fallout 4 when you unlock the cryo freezer that's in the vault right before you walk out, you know, 5 seconds after you get out of the game. You just have this overly powered weapon and it just makes doing stuff so much easier almost to the point where it's no fun. And you do that with we've talked about that. You can't just there's got to be a build. There's got to be a struggle. There's got to be a exciting because then it's like what are we building for? Right. And I and I get the criticism from a lot of people. They're like, "Well, there hasn't been enough of LA Knight, you know, doing what he needs to do to get over." And it's like, "You're right." Yeah, you're you are right. right. But you got to, you know, put him in a high profile match like this and you get a lot more eyeballs on him whether he wins or loses. He's still going to come out on top in the end exactly. of it. Exactly. You know, all you have to do is... He went with Roman Reigns at Crown exactly. Jewel. Exactly. And know? at the end, you just make sure Roman looks rocked. Yeah. Like super just tired least, and like, oh my God, I barely got you through it. To, you don't even have to do that. You just do that one time. LA Knight gets that one move where it's he's, he's holding his own for the match, but you get that one move where Roman goes to hit the spear and he hits him with, B, you know, the, what is the BTE, the BFE? I can't remember. The B, Blunt Force Trauma, BFT. You know, and he hits him one time, and Roman's able to kick out. And yeah, he walk, he sits up like, "What the fuck?" Exactly. Just that one time, you give him that moment, that uh, pay per view. Just the moment. way John Moxley did when Orange Cassidy, he was fighting him. Right. The same thing. He got to the end, and he was like, "Oh man!" Like, yeah, like he got done. He got, got like, the realigned the jaw. Yeah. Like, oh man, what just happened? Those like, orange wow, punches really, really do hurt. Yeah, he he really got me there, and that's that's the important thing is just the elevation of the story. You know, it just, he can you, face Sami Zayn. You know, he can face. There's yeah. just so many people that he can potentially face in WWE, but he's got four, five, six pay per views before we're talking about actually winning a belt. But but he's got, against him. But he's got the fans behind him, and I think that's he does. that's what they've got set up right now. To where Roman is kind of that pseudo heel, to where he knows he's better than everybody. I mean, it's he's he's WWE scumbag. You know, he knows he's good. He's no he knows that he can back up what he's saying, whether it's you know dirty, clean, or indifferent. Um, but LA Knight's so over that it's it's a it's a great heel and face pairing mm-hmm. for a match for a belt. That doesn't necessarily need to move in order to have the storyline feel like it's complete. You right. know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I can't. I'm going with Roman Reigns on this just one. Just the beginning of the story. So that'll do it for our predictions for Crown Jewel. That'll be happening this Sunday. Uh, I think it's at like 1 p.m. too. I know you won't be home, so Easter, I'll be have yep. a nice early day. I think yeah, it's Saturday. That's gonna suck for people out west, uh, the United States. They got, the shit starts at like what 10. 12, 11, 10, 10 a.m. I don't think anybody in California wake even starts up, their day until like Drink noon. some coffee, make some uh, <laughs> breakfast, do what you got to do, and then you're like, oh, shit, I got to watch Crown Jewel. So, yeah, if <laughs> if you're so inclined and you want to get in on this little, you know, post-pseudo championship game that we have, challenge me, challenge Jamie, use hashtag CAW predictions. Tell us what you think is going to happen at Crown Jewel. Uh, also, one last little tidbit of information, and we'll close out the show. Uh, if you're ears a little bit to the independent scene uh, I thought it was just a little bit interesting that Alex Hammerstone of MLW fame has requested his release from MLW 
Uh, supposedly his contract is all the way up through 2025. Uh, but and he just came off not too I don't know, like six months ago a, the MLW world champion one of probably their best world champions uh, if you've ever seen any of his stuff he's very impressive uh, think of Brock Lesnar uh, like circa 2007 just pure muscle absolutely freak in the ring uh, if he gets let go from MLW even now or in 2025 he's going to be a huge talent to be on anybody's radar. WWE, AEW, Impact, all of the W's for real. Like he's a he's very impressive. I know Jamie doesn't really know a lot about him. I'll, I'm going to show her. Like he's a very impressive guy. Uh, but I just thought that was interesting. So if you're you got your ear on the independent scene, just look out for uh, where Alex Hammerstone ends up, whether he stays in MLW or goes somewhere else. But I think that will do it for me rambling for this podcast. <laughs> um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram threads facebook please don't follow us on threads i still i'm just going to delete the app i don't think i've ever actually looked i think i've looked at it three times uh but if you want to we're on there at caw wrestling pod and you can uh, follow me uh my own personal twitter at gunk dudley and i'm at a bacon party uh make sure you get your fix of coffee and wrestling a wrestling podcast every monday morning and start your week off right with a fresh episode uh, i post at 4 a.m so it's up before you are so check us out Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We hope you'll see you in the next.